This is the Self-Help Hipster Podcast, Season 3, Episode 9-er. Earth without art is not just eh, it's flaming hot garbage. Make good art, biatch. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to a brand new episode of the Self-Help Hipster Podcast. Hello, welcome. How are you, Liana? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. That's lovely to hear. Coming to you live in the morning, really early. Really early. <laughs> the things we do for you. We're sorry for the delay because when we were checking like what to call the podcast, because often we get the numbers mixed up, we realized that we haven't been here since August. So we apologize for the, for the delay, dear do listeners. Do we apologize? Yes, we do. Well, uh, why? August. It's our Man. show. I know, but you know, I, I wanna. Everybody keeps saying, yeah, consistency is everything, and well, consistency is at least something, which is it's why something. I'm why I'm apologizing to the people who oh, enjoy okay. our show that it took uh, a while. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. But I gotta say, nobody ever gives me shit about like consistency. So We're that's nice. consistently inconsistent. Exactly. We always come back. (laughs) I mean, we never just disappear. We always come back. I don't think we've ever done an actual monthly show. We have. We have. We call it a monthly. Really? Yeah, I've checked. Wow. But isn't it amazing? This is the the automatic. (laughs) Susanna uh, mentioned that always happens somewhere in in the podcast. Shout out to Shout out to Susanna. We'll we'll link her podcast in the uh in the in the show notes it's a dutch podcast but it's called the gave wijven podcast which basically translates to cool bitches podcast and she interviews all these really awesome women uh from all around the country with all these different types of jobs and careers and backgrounds um and i was uh, a guestee obviously Mm. a little shout out to myself there in the episode (laughs) one um but she posts an episode once a week i don't know how you do that she's an ubermans man i'm telling you that's commitment i know that that's, is that's, commitment. that's susanna that's susanna so yeah. if you want to listen to a fun dutch podcast you can definitely check oh yeah out it's the great Live podcast i do recommend it oh i have a button for you i have your button oh my god yeah she made these really cool buttons and i have one for you i'm gonna i'm gonna find it and give it to you after the show awesome Sorry. yeah awesome okay awesome. cool anyway so for those of you who just tuned in or haven't really listened to that many episodes, quick short explanation of what we do here. The Self-Help Hipster Podcast is based on the website theselfhelphipster.com, which is mine. My name is Liana Kamink, and um, our podcast is about self-help books, 30-day challenges, pop culture pleasures, and all the things that we are obsessed with. And the we, in this case, next to me, I have my lovely creative partner and podcast co-host would you introduce yourself there i'm doing a dab right now (laughs) (laughs) uh i'm andrew and i'm the co-host and um yeah what do we do i i like uh self-help books uh too and we found each other's (laughs) Um, yeah how did we meet you did a workshop with me a long ass time ago. Oh, the law of attraction workshop. Yes. Oh my god. The law of Blast. attraction brought yep. us together. Yes, manifesting brought us together. Yep. And then we sort of stayed in touch. And then you came to my uh, when I lived in uh, in Schiedam. Yep. And we decided to do something together. And yeah. we've been talking all these bullshit ever episodes ever since. <laughs> so, so here we are. That's it. That's the story. <laughs> that's the story. So if you haven't listened to the previous a- episode, we uh, we done the thirty day challenge for like a while, and then we sort of were half assing it all the time, and then we decided to 
give it a rest for a bit. Ah, the 30-day challenge. But now, after Atomic Habits, in which he talks about the 30-day challenge, we had the idea to bring it back because it's a really fun exercise. And, you know, we're not idiots. We should be able to do this. And um, You are not an idiot. You're definitely not an idiot. So join me on the non-idiot side and we can do this. (laughs) So we decided to bring it back. Bring it back. My 30-day challenge. And for Uh. the first time that we're doing it again, we're going to give each other a challenge. Ah, what a fantastic idea. I know. I wonder what brilliant (laughs) mind came up with it. I guess we'll never know. (laughs) 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 Kidding. It was totally Andrew. So, Andrew asked me to come up with a 30-day challenge. Andrew, what time do you get up in the morning? Whatever I want. Okay, but the when, when, whenever I have a meeting, and I don't schedule meetings before eleven, except okay. this one, <laughs> because okay, except, I had no choice. Except this one, but give, I, me, give I, me like an, an an hour frame. So like from when to when do you get up? Like usually, I usually I I usually don't set an alarm anymore because mm-hmm. my life is amazing. Mm-hmm. So I kind of. <laughs> I kind of that wake up. That is my favorite <laughs> quote of the day. I can go like we can log out right now. It's it will not get better. Sorry. Continue. I kind of open my eyes at around nine. Okay. And it's like, huh, the sun is up. It's nine. Let's okay. Get, let's get See, going. We talked about this like a lot that you would like to become more of a morning person. Oh yeah. But like today, I woke up at. Six? Yeah. And it was glorious. Ah! <laughs> yeah, but see, I want to give you something that's like doable. And I'm not going to, like my 30-day challenge for you is not going to be you have to wake up at six mm-hmm. th- for 30 days. That's too much. But, and I also don't want to do something that makes you feel horrible. So if you like waking up. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> without, with, I know, without the alarm, then I don't really want to do that. But my initial idea was to, if you usually wake up around nine, just make it a little bit earlier. So instead, but then you would have to set an alarm. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of brainstorming here. Um, so my idea was like, instead of nine, make it um, uh, uh, half past eight. Make it 8.30. So just like 30 right, minutes okay, earlier, so okay. which, which keeps it realistic and doable. However, if you don't want to do the alarm thing, which I can totally relate to, Waking up without an alarm is really nice. So maybe I want to, maybe we have to do something else. No, it's fine. The only thing I have to do is go to bed earlier, so I will automatically wake up earlier. Yeah, maybe that's that's the best. Maybe then we have to change it around to you have to go to bed half an hour earlier. No, I can totally manifest. Yeah. Okay, the, you're gonna the, you're the, gonna the yeah. eight thirty. I can program my mind to say wake up at eight thirty. I'm the kind of person who wakes up at eight thirty. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Exactly. Oh wow, you're good. I know. Little throwback to the Little previous throwback. episode there. Okay, so that's mine for yeah. you. 8.30. Andrew's the type of guy who wakes up at 8.30. Andrew's the type of guy who wakes up at 8.30. Bam. Bam. How about if every day mm-hmm. for 30 days, mm-hmm. you deliberately do something nice for someone? Oh, I love the that. The first thing in the morning. Like when you go out. Mm-hmm. You choose someone to do something nice for. Something small. It can be anything. I absolutely love that. That's going to be great. Done. Awesome. So 
Leon is a type of guy. Type of guy. <laughs> okay. Leon is a type of guy who does something nice for someone else every day for 30 days. And maybe wow. after. That's awesome. Yay. So, Andrew's going to wake up at 8.30 and I'm going to do something nice for somebody else. You know, that's a really... Um, um, it's really healthy to do nice things for other people. Like very often, like self-help books and gurus and stuff, they really focus on um, taking care of yourself and mm. putting yourself first and uh, not letting people walk all over you and saying no yeah. more often and stuff like that. And that's all very, very good and very nice. But um, there's something very healing and and true about putting your ego and yourself and all those things that you want to need aside to do something for someone who needs it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and there, I, I think the reason why people say uh, take care of yourself is so, so you, you can, can exactly. provide you to, for others. And yeah, because I, I believe you you stay healthy and you especially mentally yeah you stay healthy when you are not focused on yourself so much exactly you but on to what you can do for others yeah that is so much more fun oh I i'm mean, so excited for this it's going to be awesome. so fun cool All right nice great start of the 30-day challenge absolutely let's continue and talk about our book for the for the month all righty then The book of the month. So this time we're reviewing and we're talking about the book by Neil Gaiman and Chris Riddell, is who, who is the uh, uh, illustrator, and the book is called Make Good Art. And um, that's Beyonce. That's okay. I'm gonna buy a new bag anyway. Okay. <laughs> whenever, whenever Beyonce is scratching yeah. the the North Face. Yeah. Whenever my cat Beyonce is being naughty, I just go Beyonce, Giselle Cardinals. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> Vincent has adapted it too. He does it too now. It's so it's so yeah. good. It just makes me laugh every time. It's just really cute. <laughs> anyway, so the book came out in 2018, and it's the um, it's a collection of essays yeah. by Neil Gaiman, illustrated by Chris Riddell. Okay. And um, it's very easy to read. I like breezed through it yeah. in like maybe an hour, maybe less. Um, and yeah, it's an hour. Um, read. Yeah, it's it's a really really easy read, which which was really nice because I'm kind of kind of busy so it was <laughs> lovely to be able to actually completely read the book and um well the title says it all uh, Neil Gaiman is very focused on um ideas and art and and yeah pursuing your creative sides yeah what have you, you ever re read anything by Neil no be the, oh, you, you know it's funny I'll, I'll lend you the, the graveyard book, yeah. book is yeah. still on my list I oh. have to read it but um Still. Oh, I have, I have, um, I have another one of his, the the house by the other side of the lake. I'm totally butchering the title. I apologize, but um, that is a great. <laughs> <laughs> but I have it, I have it around here somewhere. I'll, I'll lend it. To, I'll give it to you after. He, yeah, okay. I, I, I really like his books. I've read not everything, which is nice because then you can still like read a sure, whole yeah. a bunch of others. Um, I've read American Gods, which I really liked. I've read um, uh, uh, the one with um, Terry Pratchett, which the the Amazon Prime series Good Omens oh, is based yeah. on. It's also called Good Omens. And there's a couple of different ones on my iPad that I've also read, but I'm blanking on the titles. He has a really pleasant style. I find it's very um, 
Yeah, the fiction his is own. also pleasant. Yeah. Oh, nice. It's very his own. And I'm following his masterclass on creative writing on Masterclass. Really? Yes. Awesome. You're doing a masterclass. Is this your first masterclass? It is. Ah! You've done you've done them before. I've done masterclasses yeah, right? before, but yeah. masterclass. I love masterclass. I, masterclass um, is the best. It's a hundred bucks, but yeah. still it's it's amazing. I um uh I sort of stumbled upon it again. I've seen I've heard you talk about it because I know that you followed like screen playwriting yeah. and, and script writing and um i had it in my facebook ad and it was about um uh, the creative r- course uh by anna wintour who uh. i find so incredibly fascinating and i'm not in fashion or working in that but there's something about that woman where i'm like you oh, yeah. you have done something extraordinary yeah so i i ask yeah ask yeah, so i clicked on it and then i sort of started looking at it and i saw new guy Carol Oates and Margaret Atwood and all these huge ass names and also comedy writing. Mm-hmm. I think Steve Martin is in there. There's a couple of really, really of good course. ones. There's a bunch of cooking things. And I'm just like, mm, that's really, really cool. So I, for as a gift to myself, I bought myself the unlimited um, uh, access, which, which is 200 bucks, which is obviously quite a bit, but you have access to the entire online program. Like all of them. All of them? Yes. You should totally do it. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like, even yeah. if you only do three, you exactly, already, yeah. like, it's a great, great deal. It's a great deal. And yeah. so I've been watching Neil Gaiman and watching him talk about the, um, about art and creative writing. And there's also this part in the book that is actually in the, um, uh, is actually in the series that yeah. he took from the the book and, and actually talked about on, on film. Because it sounded familiar. When it, when mm-hmm. I started the book, I said, yeah. hey, I know this. Yeah. I've, I've seen this before. I know this content. I think he... But I yeah. think maybe it was a TED talk. Yeah. I think he've, yeah, yeah. he's done some talks like that as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I Make good art is one... One yeah, piece I think of it's text like, um, that I have. You, yeah, make good I, art. I, is I, I memorized. It's like wow. Yeah, it's oh, great. I, what I think it's an um, an alumni speech. Yeah, ex- at some somewhere. Yeah, right. I think that's the yes. thing. Yes, that's. I think that's what it's from. So, how did you enjoy it, Andrew? I I enjoyed it so much. Good. So, um, this is how I consumed the content. I have a new house. Oh, that's uh, nice. In Amsterdam. And I was enjoying you. my living room so much. Mm-hmm. And I put on the audiobook. Oh. And I just sat in my, I have two Joey and Chandler chairs. Oh my God, I love it. I sat in my Joey chair. Mm-hmm. And then I just listened to the book. And it was over in, a, in an hour. Yeah, and easy. It was glorious. It's really nice. It that's was amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. And I made notes. Lovely. And, uh, that's how I enjoyed it. And you? Yeah, I um I read it in most of the night. I was awake somewhere, like because of the the changing of the time, like the, <laughs> the changing, the changing, changing of, of the, the time. time. Um, no, because the the clock had to go back an hour this weekend. I my my sleep schedule was a bit, little bit off, so at one point I was up during the night and oh then so I you had an extra hour so you read this book for free i did i did free time free time the, the, the hour that the free time. did not exist exactly before i took that hour and i made something out of it what am i gonna do with this extra hour i know 
all the possibilities. And I chose to read Make Good Art. Awesome. And um, you should definitely look at my um, uh, my book after because the illustrations are really quite something to behold. Oh, I will yeah. include a picture uh, in my uh, when we put the show notes on my website so you can see. Cool. Um, and um, what I really like about the general idea of the essays is um, the focus on freedom in create creative expression in making things that you want to make uh, and trying to enjoy it while you can instead of getting stuck on the the hows and the have tos and the musts yeah that was my general takeaway um and um i think it's in the beginning of the book where he just says if you have an idea of what you want to make what you were put here to do then just go do it make that thing yeah do that thing uh, and that's easier said than done, obviously. But I think it's a good way to live your life. It kind of reminded me of Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert in some parts. I, I don't know that one. In some, we I think we didn't. Did, no. no, we didn't review it. I reviewed it on my website. Oh, okay. Um, I'll include that link as well. You know what's a good example mm-hmm. of that, of that lifestyle? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no, tell me. This podcast. Yes, that's true. I mean, this podcast, it has no goals. No. It has, there's no business behind it. We're just, we're just here, no, it. there's no model. It's, it, there's no model. <laughs> there's no schedule. No, apparently, as a parent, yeah. It's just something I want to do. Yeah, exactly. It's just something that naturally and organically Yeah, you want to do it, created. I want to do it. Yeah. Let's do it. We do it. Yeah. We do it whenever we feel like it yeah no, not really i mean we we do we schedule. obviously there's always a little bit of like we of have course, to make but it work it, yeah but, but yes definitely but it's it's not something we have to do no. but it's it's just an expression exactly and that is so nice and i feel like in today's age because everything needs to be successful and yeah. like making money mm-hmm. and um giving you prestige and status and it's kind of hard to, to to stay into that like almost childlike mentality of like oh yeah but i want to do this because this is fucking fun this yeah. is what i want to do because it's awesome yeah and you and know- it's hard because i find myself falling prey to it from time to time as well and um it's actually something that happened to me a little bit over the course of the past months where um like i wasn't feeling too hot and i was really like focusing all the things that weren't working and the things that were that i wasn't as advanced in as maybe i do want to be because i am quite a little ambitious motherfucker mm-hmm. um and so i was really stuck in this narrative where i was just like oh my god i'm not f- i'm not ahead i'm not far en- enough in my process i'm not far enough in my career and it was just like very negative uh, talking to myself and then like I have these periods from time to time. I think it's one of the, um, if you're, if you want to do things, you'll fall prone to it because you'll always want to do more. You'll always want to do, um, you'll always want to keep going in that type of way. And, um, then I know that I have to sort of accept that that's how I feel at that particular point in time, because otherwise I just can't let it go. I can't, I can't magic it away. I have to endure it and then eventually it will fade but what really helped me was that i was just like looking online at some speaker agencies because i'm kind of maybe thinking of like attaching myself to a speaker's agency Mm -hmm. because i do some keynotes here and there but it's very like little so i thought it might be nice if i have don't have to do any negotiations and maybe do a little bit more 
And so I was looking at all these people who are so like do all these interesting things. People I haven't even heard of who live amazing <laughs> lives. And then I was just like, but how cool is it that you can still keep working towards something? And how fun is it that you can still do all these new things and learn all these new things and work towards achievements that you haven't already achieved? Mm -hmm. And it really made me feel happy because the everything that I've done up to this point has been really fun and at times very frustrating, but that's part of it and very um, educational and very yeah. like helpful and making you learn and grow and stuff. So I, just, I, I really got excited. I was like, oh, but I can do all these new things and that's going to be sometimes hard, but also a lot of the times very fun. And, and that really yeah. helped me. And the struggle is part of it. You know? Exactly. That's the learning. And that's what is keeping <sighs> your brain yeah. fresh engaged. and pliable and engaged. <sighs> yeah. Which is if it was easy, it wasn't. It wouldn't be good. Exactly, and that's also in the book with the mountain. Yeah, like working towards yeah. Yeah, the the mountain. He talks about like creative goals and and things that you want to work on, things you want to go to. Envision it as the mountain ahead, and all you got to do is walk. All you got to do is the things that you think will lead you towards the mountain. Which also means that you shouldn't be doing things that lead you further away from the mountain. <laughs> so maybe if you want to be an illustrator don't go into other directions but like you don't like obviously you can go in some other directions but you can't go the opposite way into like a corporate drone job you know what i mean yeah 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 or at least not full time you know what i mean so you, you yeah. gotta keep your eyes on the mountain and make sure that google maps is if there's a fork in it. the road yeah choose the one that will probably lead up there yeah exactly towards the mountain towards the mountain away from yeah the valley yes of darkness <laughs> Wow. There's also the quote that really that I really liked and that I felt very attacked by was attacked by. Yeah, you want everything to happen and you want it now. It's just like how dare you? <laughs> how dare you talk to me that way? Because that's the thing. Like, I go through periods where I can just focus on the writing and focus on all the weird stuff that I'm into and that I want to do. And then from other times, I'm just like, but why isn't it? Why hasn't my book been a bestseller? And oh my mm. God. Eh. So I know that it's nonsense. <laughs> I know. But every now and again, like that, I want it everything and I want it now vibe. You just like grabs you like, Arr. yeah. And that's not the way that it works. And it shouldn't work that way. No. And it's not about that. It's about making the art. It's about making the things that you want to make. And that's why it's important to make the art. Exactly. When you're in it and you're enjoying the art making process. Exactly. Then you don't have that problem. No, because then you're enjoying the work. The work. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, you know what? I, I also love. Um, there is nothing wrong with escapism. That's lovely. Isn't that great? Mm -hmm. I mean, with the thing with fiction mm -hmm. is that for a long time i also thought fiction was a waste of time really yeah it's kind of like yeah it's it sounds like because it it usually when you're procrastinating mm -hmm. you're probably watching something or just reading something fun or yeah. okay. daydreaming yeah so i associated wasting time oh. with that huh 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 yeah and listen uh, listening to this is like it makes sense. Yeah. Also something that is beautiful is that everything around you has once been dreamt by someone yeah. or imagined by someone. 
And then they made it. And then they made it. Yeah. Someone thought, hey, I want to have something that drives my drives me <laughs> from A to B. And then they made a car. Right. Or a, I want to sit on something. Yeah. So I'm going to make, make a chair. Make a chair. Or I don't, I don't like the chairs that are made right yeah. now. I want to make a different chair, which is also really cool. But circling back to fiction, um, what I also liked about the book, and that's something that I think is worth uh, noting is that fiction creates empathy. Oh yeah. Reading fiction, like in being in worlds with people that you that may not be real but are true, which is some which is a re- sort of scatterbrained version of something that Neil actually writes. I'll try to get back to that. Um, you sort of put yourself, even though it's written into other people's positions in other worlds with other motives and other ideas. And that creates more of an understanding of that you're not the only person in the world and that your vision is not the only vision in the world. And I really, it really clicked for me that that is so important for people, especially young people to learn uh, in order to keep an open mind and not hate everyone who's different from them. Just because they're different. How cool. Which is basically you know, everyone needs to read more fiction. Sorry? I just I just had a realization. Mm-hmm. Fiction is a story, right? Mm-hmm. And story, there are only, I think, there, no, let, let's say, story is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the story formula. Yeah is everywhere mm-hmm. in everything there's always that story yeah right mm-hmm. which so, is why now in advertising they talk more about storytelling than actually selling a product because exactly. they know that the storytelling is the thing yeah. that gets people to buy your product exactly yeah so stories is everywhere and fiction is just every time it's the same story mm-hmm but it's in a different package. Sure. So if, you learn you, Haven't you once lot. told me that there's like seven Yeah, there's classic, a, there, there are only seven. Yeah, safe, seven classic yeah. plots Narratives. kind of. Narratives, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's... Yeah. Oh my God. I know. So and so fiction just gets you in a different angle every time. It's like, exactly. It's the same story, but and a I think different that angle. Super, super and that is the empathy part. Yeah. It's like... Everyone has a story. Everything is a story. Yeah. And when it comes to whatever type of art you want to make, whether it's drawing or or writing or like even art doesn't have to be as like creative, creative standard as uh, as it sounds. Art can be in cooking. Art can be in uh, child rearing. Art can be anywhere as long as it's a creative expression of what you want to do, a creative expression of your soul. And um, if you like doing it, you'll always have the work. You'll always have the fact that you enjoy doing that particular thing. But more in towards like towards terms of like creative work. <clears throat> what I really loved was um, <laughs> there's like you have to there's three things that are like um, useful to be kind of. Yeah. Uh, when you work in creative stuff and when you're working with other people uh, and when you want to make art sort of that type of way. Um, Neil Gaiman says there's three things that 
you should try to be or try to have. Yeah. Um, and if you have two out of three, then that's also pretty oh! good. You know what I mean? I know. So one is your work is good. Yeah. Two is you're easy to get along with. And three is you deliver on time. If your work, <laughs> Two out of three ain't yeah, bad. <laughs> exa- two out of three ain't bad. If your work is good and you're nice, you don't have to like, it's so like people, people forgive, forgive you, you about when it's not on time. <laughs> But if you are on time and easy to get along with, it's easier to forgive if the work maybe isn't as good yet, you know? And I <laughs> yeah. really like that because it always also puts like lowers the standards a little bit of like if you're at least easy to work with and nice, then people can forgive you if you're maybe like if it needs a little like work or construction. And if you're good and you deliver on time, people can forgive you if you're sometimes a little bit of an ass. So you don't have to be perfect. That's what I'm yeah. saying. And that's nice. That's nice. I got goosebumps when I heard that because mm-hmm. um, I will talk about this later. But mm-hmm. I have a, a new Finsta, which means fake Instagram. Oh, my God. It's my... That's <laughs> So that's what that was. Yeah. So... Finsta, I don't know. Like, I've heard the term, but I thought it was financial Insta because no. maybe... No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> keep going. Or, yeah. or your boyfriend's Insta. Oh, God. Finsta. Hey. <laughs> No, mm-hmm. it's um and mm. it's called uh no I'm not gonna say it. it's good. um um you made a finsta okay it, and my tagline is two out of three ain't bad mm. <gasps> and I I, I I I wow amazing okay that's really cool okay um do you recommend the book Andrew oh yeah it's so easy to read it's easy so to fun read. if you're, if you're yeah. kind of stuck in your i have to be better or if you're stuck yeah. in your what am i gonna do with it this is a really nice like pick me up yeah especially make good art just make good art. make good art <laughs> and good is a term where it's about you you have to enjoy it yeah i love how he says we have we all have an obligation to daydream yes <laughs> Because it's healthy and good for the world. Uh, leave the world more interesting than, than you when you. Yeah, it's true. That's awesome. Nice. I, I think that's so good. You know. Uh, do you have anything else? I just want to say something. Mm-hmm. Some people think they are actually creating when they're creating. Mm-hmm. But it helped to think about it differently for myself. Mm-hmm. It has. I'm not c- creating necessarily i'm just picking up what's already in the world Mm -hmm. and then translating it to something yeah to something i understand or i think other someone else will understand who thinks it's a different it's a different person there's like there's that perspective there's also the perspective that it really comes from you kind of and then there's also the perspective where you sort of download it from already somewhere out in the atmosphere yeah kind of. very yeah. very like spiritual but yeah. um i understand where that last one comes from because every now and again you'll get in some sort of flow where it just f- comes right yeah. out of you there's an ebook that i wrote last year that i've never released that's still in my computer that i literally wrote in three days wow. without stopping without thinking and it just sort of flowed out of me yeah and I, it was an ebook that I wasn't even planning on writing, but it just sort of happened to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. every now and again, I really understand where the idea of that comes from. Ah. Yeah. Oh, and there's another thing. Last thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, books are the way the dead communicate with us. Oh, God, that's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> but very true. My current 
obsession. Listen up. So my boyfriend turned 35 a couple of weeks ago. And I was kind of wondering what kind of gift I was going to give because, you know, the, the man has all the things that he wants and um, buying things for boys for some reason is a lot harder for me than it is for my girlfriends for some reason. I don't know. Um, and I wanted to do something fun. And Vincent has done a, a drawing course, like an online course on drawing. He's been like, <laughs> no, really? he's making good art for himself and just oh, cool. really enjoying that. And um, I don't know. I like doing creative weird things. J things that make me laugh and things that are sort of weird and out there. And then I thought, but what if we painted portraits of our cats? That would be hmm. fun and funny. So I started like browsing online and there's like a couple of different like paint your pet type workshops around <laughs> in the Netherlands. And I found one that looked really nice. And the woman, looked, she was a really talented artist. And she had her her, her shop in uh, uh, in Doetinchem, of all places. Uh, and they and she offered a paint your pet workshop. So I, uh, I looked at the dates. And there was this one date where I knew Finn and I were both able to make it. And I decided to book ourselves two spots wow. in the paint your pet workshop. And so last Sunday, we, uh, we went to um, uh, Doetinchem. And we spent an entire day creating portraits of our cats. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really... It turned it's, out really well. I know. Really, we're so surprised. Really well. Like, I thought I was going to be awful at it. Because I, when Vincent and I were going, uh, when we were driving there, I was like, okay, honey, before we do this, you really have to keep in mind that I'm like, I'm <laughs> like really good at other stuff <laughs> <laughs> but we worked with um pastel which is like sort of yeah. a, a crayony type uh -huh. stuff and it's super forgiving so you can easily mm. like do, do change it erase it or paint over it kind of and it's really relaxing my god it's so chill to, yeah to, to draw and to paint and to just like it was awesome it fits very well into the theme of the episode, actually, because we were just making fun, good art. Yeah. And we're actually going to hang them up in our apartment. Of course. Because it's our cats. We like them. Do the cats recognize themselves? No, they, uh, cats do not do not pass the mirror test. Oh. Only dolphins, I think, and dogs? monkeys. No, dogs no, don't Dogs don't pass no, the mirror test. No, they don't recognize themselves. But how come dogs recognize other dogs as a species? Um, the same reason that cats recognize other cats. I don't. I don't get animals. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think there's a there, there's. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get animals. What's their deal? What is their deal, you guys? Also, instinct. <laughs> what is instinct? That's like. But that's what animals are. Yeah, but it, it's their it's, instinct, and I, I think the explanation mm -hmm. of instinct. It's like, yeah, it's instinct. It's like, yeah, we're okay. not going to explain this. We know, no. No, but it's like, a, okay, I'm going to try to explain it. It's instinct is the part of the brain that is so developed uh, because it was so useful for survival um, that it happens automatically, that it fires so quickly in the brain that it happens automatically. It's um, uh, We have instinct as well, especially when we're a little babies. I don't have instinct. You think you don't have instinct, but you do. Because if a car comes towards you, you'll jump away. Because your instinct, in order to survive as a human, was to not get trampled by huge, big things. So if a car comes at you, you will jump away. Okay. 
unless you have your back towards it, then you're dead. But that's a different <laughs> story. That's what, not what I was trying to tell you. Instinct is just something that's evolved so well over the past however many years um, because it was useful. Mm-hmm. And some of the instincts that we have now are completely not useful. Okay, but explain how pigeons know the... I love how this turned into like a science <laughs> project. What do I have to explain? Pigeons? It's some animals, they travel like miles just to breathe. I know, but that's for survival because at some point that was the best thing to do and so they do it. That's why birds travel south because yeah. something in their brain has told them that that's where it's warmer. So that's where they have to be when it becomes really cold in their usual habitat. Hmm. And they can do it. Like, it's not like we don't have that because we couldn't travel however many miles uh, in a short period of time in order to survive. <laughs> so we have to find different ways, which is why we have different instincts. One of them includes eating a lot of like fatty, fat. sugary foods because that mm. helps us like gain fat, which helps us in cold winter times. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I used to love evolutionary psychology. I when love I was, uh, evolution. In college. Yeah. All right. Chicken or the egg? Oh man! If you look at at this question from an evolutionary span- standpoint, mm-hmm. that it has to be the egg. Yeah, but that's because just before the species turned into the, the chicken, chicken. Yeah, all right. It was an egg. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, it reminds me of a really funny Tinder profile that I saw once of a girl. Um, who was dressed as an as an egg in the? This, I think her Tinder profile. I'm gonna try <laughs> to find it. Her Tinder profile said something like, "I once matched with a chicken, and we really did answer the question who came first. It was a chicken." <laughs> <laughs> but if you um, if you believe in the <laughs> the schepping, <laughs> <laughs> the creation, yeah, <laughs> then it is the chicken. Yeah, that like, is the chicken. Magically, the chicken appeared out of. The seventh day. No, yeah. sixth day. Yeah, because the seventh day got rested. That's the rest. Yeah. Oh, man. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is your obsession, Andrew? <laughs> I have a few small ones. Well, and a big one. Tell me about your move to Amsterdam. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I have a house in Amsterdam. Mm. That's <laughs> the amazing. Only, the only place in Amsterdam where you can still park. Oh, a lovely. A couple of cars. Mm. Yeah. So, cool. uh, yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, awesome. So how um, long have you been there now? Uh, uh, two days. <laughs> really, just now? <laughs> yeah, just now. Great. It's uh, it's uh, it's great. Yay. I love the styling, the house, mm. and, and you know. That's really cool. Sorry, uh, keep Never tell mind. me about the the other small ones. The obsession is that I have a like a a scooter, a non-powered. Step, yeah, you know. Oh yeah, a, a step yeah. Step yeah. Like mm-hmm. one of those scooters that that you see kids yeah. around. But this one has a little bit bigger wheels. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like an adult scooter. Yeah. But you can fold it and put it in the back of your car. That's awesome. And is it motorized? It's not because no. it's illegal. Oh, motorized, right, that's true. Motorized scooters yeah. are like yeah. The, no, they're pretty the poli- dangerous. Like you see them from time to time. Nemesis. Yeah. Oh, I. I I rented one in Paris. Oh, you told me. Oh my yeah. god, that is awesome. Of course, it's really fun to it, do. It 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 makes the city look horrible, <laughs> but it's the best. Yeah. But anyway, I, I have know. one without yeah. a, a motor, 
And it's so much fun mm. to, to, to take in Amsterdam and oh, sure. to drive a scooter around. That's and lovely. But for a long time, I didn't have a lock. Oh. So I, I could only bring it if I went from A places. to B yeah. and I knew I could take store it, it somewhere. Or somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes you just want to go shopping. You want a scooter or with, whatever. Yeah, towards yeah? a couple of You, go, well, you want to yeah, go to the bag yeah. and yeah. you don't want to, you know. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Exactly. Oh, all the time. <laughs> yeah. And 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 now me being a genius, mm-hmm. finally I bought a little lock. Yeah. To put on the scooter and now I can just scooter yeah. and lock my scooter outside. Haven't tried it yet. Is but it like a bike lock or one with those like It's one of those wires. Very small ones. Yeah. And it even has like a code, so you don't oh, have perfect. to bring your key. Yeah. So it's the it's amazing. Perfect. So that's my obsession. Your I can't wait scooter. to start scootering. Yeah. <laughs> scooter, scooter, scooter. I think that's a bad name. What I else? I think step is the, the step, step up. <coughs> step in the name of love. Step right up. But you're Walk you're next. Or not? Oh, I have no uh, other obsessions right now. I just have a couple of um, pop culture pleasures. Oh okay, and oh ah, I see the, the the other one was my house, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then I well, then we checked the boxes. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Pop culture pleasure. Shall we start with the Kardashians? <gasps> <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yes, please. Okay, so backstory. Until last week, I, Liana Kaming, had never, ever, ever in my life oh seen my an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Before, I also had sort of like a, um, a negative connotation towards the Kardashians because I was like... Did you now? Yes. Well, at least somewhat in, in, in the terms of like, you're so bland and inoffensive. Well, you try to be inoffensive. You know what I mean? It's all very beige. They never take any particular stance on things. Um, and they make sure that they're as palatable and as ditzy, which is my big, like, that's what I'm, aff- that I find type of offensive. These women are incredible businesswomen, women. Incredible. Like insane. They are, so, and nowadays it's more okay to be that way. But for a very long time, they sort of painted themselves as these really sort of, yeah, like totally like yeah. women. Um, <laughs> and I know that, and I feel like you did I w- a great Kim. I know, I know that it would be. Um, I I understand why, but it was sort of like annoying to me, where I was just like, why don't you just admit that you're a lot fucking smarter than you seem, and that you know things, and that you do really awesome stuff? Why don't you just admit it? But nowadays, I think they're admitting it a little bit more, which I like. Yeah. And um, so I was with Susanna on a self-created writer's retreat. And then like after writing and working, we would like have a drink at the end of the day and we watch an episode of Keeping Up With The Kardashians. I was immediately <laughs> like on board. It was just the fake drama, the, the little confessionals. They're really, really pretty. Like they're actually really, really pretty. Um, all these like know, and they're right? so they're, they're so annoying but they're so lovable i just don't uh. understand what is happening <laughs> but i i'm not watching anymore because i know that if i start i'll watch all 15 seasons like it's nothing <laughs> but you you know you you've always sort of been a fan like or at okay. least fascinated right so i i can't watch a whole episode no <laughs> 
It's too much. <laughs> but here's the thing. I have always stood by mm. them. Yeah. It's like, yeah. there are a few things that I just give a chance. Mm-hmm. And then I support, I support yeah. with all my heart and think like, maybe there's something wrong with it or people hate it. It's like Mariah Carey mm. or Tom Cruise. It's good that they exist. Um, there's there's things wrong with it, sure. but but that but doesn't mean you have that there's 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 no reason to to no. discard it. I agree. I agree. And the Kardashians, mm. to me, are the prime example True. of creating something out of nothing, and it's that is insane. to me is mind blowing. The empires that these people have are absolutely mind boggling. Oh my god. Like Kylie Jenner, who is so young, yeah. has a billion dollars exactly. in terms of her assets. Yeah. Like, it's incredibly well done. I find Courtney so incredibly annoying. Oh, my God. She Chloe was my- is my favorite. <laughs> I mean, we have to talk like, who's your who's your favorite and stuff like that. Chloe is my favorite. Chloe is my favorite. She's just, I don't know. She's She seems nicer yeah. and funnier and more like easygoing in the family kind of. And Kim is very like self obsessed <laughs> in a way, but also um, same goes for for Courtney, who has this like she. I've seen only two episodes of like mm. one season, and I don't know if that's like the latest season or not. But it's where she is so incredibly difficult to work with for the other family members in terms of like scheduling a photo shoot or coming towards an event and stuff like that, because she has this really like. I don't know, a uh, rigid idea of like wanting to spend time at home and not really moving and, and not wanting to pursue any other things. And she's incredibly difficult while her other sisters have all these things going on. Yeah. And I just found that so annoying. I was like, accommodate your sisters at least a little <laughs> bit more because they're a part, maybe even more the reason that you're making yeah. so much money without them you would be probably nothing. Yeah, but it, that's her thing. She is the more alternative for yeah. person. And I do really appreciate, like, on the other side, but I maybe I haven't seen enough of her. On the other side, I was like, you seem like the most in touch with the yeah. world She's person. the most normal one. Yeah. But uh, there's, there's this, it's, it's like, Chloe is my favorite, but mm-hmm. now I'm uh, sort of mad at her because... <laughs> Tell me. Like, Courtney wanted to go to Finland. Yeah. And see the... Um, Northern Lights? The Northern Lights. Mm-hmm. And she had this pitch to the family like, why don't we go to Finland <laughs> and watch the Northern Lights? And Chloe was like, um, no, it's not guaranteed. No, we're not going. It's a How stupid idea. Yeah. And it's like, Chloe. That's mean. That's not nice. No. But now, now Kim is my favorite. Kim is really interesting. I think she's amazing. Yeah. I don't know. She's she's now pushing her skims like yeah, so hard. Yeah. I do I do really uh, find their um, detox tea and tummy trainer stuff f- uh, awful and offensive. But of they, course, they yeah. uh, they do they did at least they're do not these doing that Instagram anymore. Right? They did, no. not, I don't think they're doing it anymore. And, everyone uh, everybody makes mistakes. True. See, that's what I mean. Yeah, you don't. Know, uh, you, yeah. And the world got woker. Yes. And. Now and now they wouldn't. They, no, they, wouldn't they probably do anymore. wouldn't do There's this actually, anymore. But at the time, I mean, mm. how how can you know? <laughs> there is a British professor 
who has done research and who has written, I think, in like not a dissertation because that's for your PhD, but something mm. where he basically says the Kardashians, Kim Kardashian, is the most influential yeah. person in pop culture of our time. Yeah, which is stunning. And that's she. She came up with social media. So like, yeah. as social media, yeah, exactly entered. Yeah, she took it and created the she took the, it the and platform. ran with it yeah, yeah she she actually made the blueprint for everyone yeah, else exactly yeah which is really cool which is fantastic so now i know the kardashians a little bit better and i'm not taking any video loans subscriptions because i know that i will mm-hmm. not do anything useful for the rest of the year <laughs> so i follow them on my finster oh sure so okay that i have a oh that's also my obsession or my, no 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 I put it on pop culture pleasure. Yeah, oh, yeah. so yeah, okay. let's talk about this. Is all coming coming together. Come on, okay. so, so let's move into the pop culture pleasure where you explain Kardashian following the Kardashians on your Finsta and your Finsta. So my Instagram account, it's not even a huge account. It's like a normal account, mm-hmm. but everyone is there. Yeah. So at one point, I stopped posting anything mm. because I I don't know I don't know what happened. But explain to me. What a Finsta is exactly and why one would want one. Yeah, getting there. Oh, sorry, sorry. Getting out of my head. My normal Instagram Mm -hmm. has become too serious. Okay. It's like when... when I just want to post fun stuff. I don't want to... I'm so... I'm not a business Instagram person. No. So if if you're a business Instagram person, you just, you know, everyone there is following you because they chose to follow this narrative. Yeah. And then you post and post and post and post. But my personal Instagram, um, yeah, I felt like I couldn't post mm. whatever I wanted anymore. That sucks. And that sucks. So I didn't feel free. No. So I created a Finsta, which is a second Instagram. Mm-hmm. It's like, if you choose to follow this, you're going to know there's going to be some random shit. Yeah, exactly. So be aware. That's right. Awesome. So yeah. you can follow it, but don't Expect get annoyed no, yeah. when I am annoying. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> nice. So, oh my God, just creating this account so freed fun. me up <laughs> completely. <laughs> <gasps> and it gave me uh, a chance to follow mm. only art stuff. Oh, that's really cool. And the Kardashians. Of course. So I have... <laughs> the Kardashians my, may be art. I follow only art, mm. crazy art things. Mm-hmm. So I'm mind blown every day that yeah. I watch my, uh, my the things that I follow. It's like, wow, this is great stuff. Mm. Yeah. And the Kardashians. <laughs> and... So I see all the Kardashian stuff yeah. and all the little bits of keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah, sure. And that's enough for me. I, can't I don't have to watch a whole episode. <laughs> I can just watch some fake drama and it's enough for me. And, and I fun. have my yeah. little shot of Kardashian. Lovely. And it just reminds, it's like a tattoo. It just reminds me of, yeah, <laughs> just make good art. Just yeah. do, make something out of nothing. That's lovely. I, I use the Kardashians for a lot of mental things. Yeah. Like when I go to maybe I have I'm invited somewhere mm-hmm. and it's just important for me to go, but yeah. I don't have to spend my entire evening there. Mm-hmm. I say we just We're, Kardashian yeah, it I remember and that. just Yeah. Just go there for an hour and just leave. Which mm-hmm. is fine. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I call that the Kardashian. I know. I, yeah. I think I, 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 I stole that I, from I, you. I, know, I really I like that. So, yeah, they're a big influence. They really are. They're There's a real a, big influence. I like a real big influence. Um, there is actually, I think it's really funny. Um, one of the more like pink, happy, manifesting magic person people that I follow on their website, which is, she's called Gala Darling. I've read like a whole bunch of stuff by her. Mm-hmm. She um, has a guided meditation um on um, having a session with Chris Jenner. Oh my god! It's so fun. I, yeah. I and, and the, I I listened to it just because I thought it was hilarious. Um, and I hadn't I'd never seen the Kardashians, but still I thought it was such a brilliant idea to just sort of like yeah. do a guided meditation where Chris Jenner helps you with your ideas and whatever. I'm gonna link it. In oh, the link show below. It's so funny. It's so fun. Link below. The Chris Jenner meditation. I can't wait. So good. Okay. So Finsta, your Finsta has been really good for you. Like freeing and, and chill and yeah. like fucking around. Yeah. And 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 I'm spent so much time on my Finsta mm. that I forget that I have a real Instagram. <laughs> and that's why yeah. I didn't see your cats. Oh, there we go. There that's you where, go. Oh, yeah. That's what the thing was. Well, full circle. Yeah, full circle. And it's nice because now I got, I got to tell it on the podcast, which is cool. Awesome. Yay. All right. So are we we're, we've 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 like sort of skated by accident into the pop culture pleasures, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. I have two. I have two. First of all, I have started to read the book Life from New York, which is basically an oral <laughs> history of Saturday Night Live from uh. the beginning until I haven't really gone further than the first 10 years yet, so I don't know. Who recommended to you? That's a really good <laughs> Question, Andrew Chin, because for the life of me, I cannot remember. I remember <laughs> I remember a talk with someone who said that they gave it to someone who was reading it and who liked it, but who it was. So if you re- Honest, recommend honestly, it live from New York yeah, to Liana. Yeah, please talk to me again. Comment below yeah. that it's honestly, you. Honestly, <laughs> you could put a gun to my head right now and tell me to come up with a name and I would not be able to. Honestly. But the book is really fun. Because it talks like about all the greats like Jeffy Chase and John Belushi, Danny Aykroyd, Gilda, Lorraine, all the like the really big comedy names, uh, Candace Bergen uh, and Lorne Lorne Michaels, who's Mm. like been the the head of it as like from the go from the start and has been there the entire time, except for five years with an hiatus. I haven't gotten to the part yet. But I love like comedy writing. I love the sketches that they do. I love Saturday Night Live. And it's so interesting to read. And it's so funny because, like, there were shenanigans, my friends. <laughs> oh, there were shenanigans. They did so many drugs. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's insane. So it's not, it's very sad and tragic that John Belushi died of an yeah. overdose, of overdoses when he was 33. But um, it, th- there's also, like, really funny stories about all the <laughs> things that they went, were up to. So it's a really, really fun book. I really liked it. I'm, I'm, re- I'm really liking it as I read. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Life from New York. Life from New York, yeah. Oral history of set. And I can't wait to get to the part where obviously Tina Fey and Amy Poehler are oh. going to be in there. Oh my God. They're I'm excited. Ge- geniuses. Yes. I love them so much. What do you have for me, Andrew, in terms of pop culture pleasures? <laughs> Why did I write this? <laughs> oh. I'm obsessed with this song. Oh, I'm obsessed with two songs. Tell me. One is... 
the song by Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber, 10,000 Hours. Oh, God. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay. So, it's a really, really bad song. Yeah. That is... It is. That <laughs> start yeah. biting cat. Yeah, exactly. But I'm... Established. Done. But I am... I understand. I, am, I think it's catchy as hell, but it's awful. It, it's It's like... What is going on? No, but seriously, so many things. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> so many things. <laughs> There's that simplicity. Oh, it's yeah. like, whoa, this song is too simple to be on the radio. Yeah. How did you put and this how, on? Yeah. How did you put this he, on there? Because he's Bieber, I think. And then, and then there's this story that... You know the, the, the video the, clip, yeah. The video, the music video. Yeah. I, I love the comments on the video. Oh, it's I haven't like, seen. The comments are: "This video made me the, feel the most single I've ever had." <laughs> <laughs> that is, and there are so many of the same yeah, comments. Nice, yeah, I love that so much. <laughs> and of course, taking the ten thousand hour thing. Yeah, is like, mm, okay, yeah, okay, okay. But it's it makes no sense. It makes no sense, but it, it's, it's... Yeah, it's it, nice. It's, it's, okay. it's in my head I thinking. Know. My head is still making sense of the song. Yeah. It's like, what's happening here? I think you call it an earworm also, because it's so simple yeah. that it's like, you, you keep on... It, keep, it stays yeah. in your head, man. Yeah. And then the song is built for streaming. Yeah. Because it's... You know when... You know how streaming works? Is that you have to... People have to listen to the first 30 seconds. Yeah. And this song rushes into yeah. the chorus so fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, uh -huh, let's go. Boom. Yeah. And we're here. We're doing it. Yes. Do we have 30 seconds? We are in 30 <laughs> seconds. So, and that is, to me, is like a study. Mm. I study the song. Science. Yeah. Science. Yeah. This song is science. Mm. It's like, what's happening? What's happening here? It's such an awful song. And it's such an <laughs> awful song. I know. But that's why I'm obsessed. Oh, this is really tickles me. And it's me. becoming yeah. this huge it hit. Is. Yeah. But I'm, I'm... This is going to be so, like some type of cult thing. Like, this is the I song think, that yeah. people are going to... like Friday. A, make fun of and ba Yeah, exactly. Friday, make fun of Friday. and yet appreciate in some yeah. weird way. Yeah. And I love that it's that they sang it on the on his wedding. Oh, I'm gonna barf. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna barf so much. Oh. And the video, I know it's like these. Everyone has a girl, uh, a, a wife, oh. and they're uh, they're all beautiful. The video is absolutely saccharine. Oh, there are flowers so, yeah. everywhere. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, so okay, but I cannot stop. No, it's I watching and yeah. thinking about it and studying it. I have the same thing right now with a song that came up when I was working out at F45 around the, around the corner. Um, it's called Blow the Whistle. I don't remember the, 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 so, the artist. Oh. Uh, yes. Blow the whistle. But it's a, Blow the whistle. It's a thing. It's a thing? What do you mean? Blow the whistle. Yeah. Well, the it's song. A, yeah, it's a song about... The song is a thing. Really? Yeah. Isn't it like super old? I don't know, but okay. I yep. just recently heard about the thing the song is okay because the thing that happened i i heard it during the workout i was just like this is awesome and then i started listening to it, and it's like a song about like this gangster guy mm -hmm. who's like into b-ball and and i don't know yeah. tough stuff and i'm just walking around like i am a really awesome really suck person and uh -huh. i just blow the whistle but it's like 
I don't know. It's a rap song that just I keep I keep listening to it. Now, I do really like rap, so that's not. There's crazy, more but to the song. Yeah, there's some more. There's a story to it. I don't oh. know the story, but okay. that's why look, I'm, I'm saying look it up. it's yeah. a thing. Yeah, well, it's, it it talks about basketball and the court. Like, there's this there's few really really awesome uh, lines in in the song. So okay. and I'm, I I always really like connect with that. But sorry, what's the other song? The other song is actually a good song, mm. and I think that is the most perfect song ever written. Oh. And you're not gonna like it, I know. But <laughs> I, I'm intrigued. If you're into if you're into country songwriting, mm-hmm. which you, you know, are, yeah, it, yeah, it's also storytelling. Yeah, but this song is called "More Hearts Than Mine" by Ingrid Andres. No clue. Never heard of any it's, it's, any any every word that you said just now just yeah. makes no sense to me. I've never. I know. Heard it I know. She's she's a kind of a breakthrough singer. She's, oh, that's lovely. It's kind of new. And the she talks. It's she's with her boyfriend in mm-hmm. the car, talking about. I'm gonna introduce you to my parents. Mm-hmm. Right. For, oh your, God! Your, I know where this is going. Like in terms of the message of the song, but keep going. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because then he's going to be in more hearts than hers, right? You know the song. No, but like country is predictable as hell. Ah. Of course, it's gonna go there. Okay, but huh? sorry, sorry, read me the lyrics. What? Read the, that's like super easy. Like more hearts than mine, and you tell me that she's going to introduce him to his parents. That's like the two key elements. Oh, oh so wait, no, but the the way the mm-hmm. the reason why it's perfect mm-hmm. is um, if we break up, mm-hmm. I'll be fine. But, but you'll, you'll break be breaking more, hearts, more than hearts than mine. So and and but the the the. the <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna listen to it after. If if I bring you home to mama, I guess I better warn you. She falls in love a little faster than I do, mm-hmm. right? And my dad will check your tires, pour you whiskey over ice, and take you fishing, but pretend he don't like you. Oh, yeah. Things like That's that. Sweet. It's, it's, it does it's, sound very, very it's, nice. It's very clever. Yeah. Written in a negative way. She, yeah. she wrote it in a negative breakup yeah. way. But, but it's, they're not going to break up. That's really cool. Yeah, That's you don't a nice know if twist. they're gonna break up. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna. Here's my parents. They're kind of weird. Yeah. And my dad's gonna pretend he hates mm-hmm. you. And my yeah. mom falls in love faster. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. It, that that and sounds. If, if we break like up, smart. Yeah. I'll be fine. Yeah. But you'll be breaking more hearts than mine. I can feel this. Yeah. That's. Oh yeah. my god. I get. I have to say because, the last you know, thing. I do get goosebumps. That's fine. That's, kind of that's because. Pretty cool. Yeah. That's what happens to me all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like I get. I fall in love with the whole family. Yeah. And then I break up with the girl. Yeah. So it I feel and it's a it's a theme that I haven't heard a song about before. Or at least I can't really remember that I've the, heard. the little twist makes the, it different, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I that I, like I, I read something about the, the process of the writing. She mm-hmm. wrote it with two two guys and initially she didn't want to go this route. Mm-hmm. And then the guy said, um, can you be vulnerable for a second? <laughs> and then she did this. Yeah. And it's a huge hit. And like Neil Gaiman says, once you feel that you're naked out mm. on the street, that's when it's good. Yeah, it's true. And that's with this song as, as well. Yeah. That's beautiful. That I really like. Okay, I'm going to listen to the song after. But first and finally, my last pop culture pleasure I am obsessed with the new Jeffree Star 
<gasps> Shane Dawson documentary. There is a new one? There's five new episodes. Oh my god, I don't have time. I know. But you should watch. Because amazing. Shanice, so- <laughs> clear my schedule. <laughs> so I, I think I, we had it as a pop culture pleasure in a previous episode. The first uh, was really about Jeffree Star. Yeah. Shane Dawson did a documentary on Jeffree Star, yeah. the person and the empire that he's built, which is mind-blowing and very... I don't know. I really watched it to be inspired and to sort of like... You know, I really enjoy watching him, uh, especially they're, when they're together. It's magic. He's a legend. He is. Hi, he is. how are you? Yeah, it's just amazing. And Shane Dawson is a legend in his own right. So it's really fun to see them interact. And they really, mm-hmm. like, they seem genuine. They Genuine. They seem like they really like each other and they, they hit it off. So now there's five episodes about... Shane Dawson creating a palette and a makeup line mm. under Jeffree Star's brand. They're doing a collection together and it's dropping on Friday. Uh, it's called, I think, the... Is it the one with the, that they talked about? That it's going to be about uh, Illuminati and... Ah! There's, a pal- ah! there's a little palette called Controversy. There's a palette <laughs> called Conspiracy. Awesome. It's, it's really fun. Like, it's really cool conspiracy and th- it's it like it, it it took a little time to yeah <laughs> i'm gonna put some conspiracy here. conspiracy and the um so the epi- the first episode is a bit of a slow burn because in the like the first 30 minutes it's just him with ryland and it's just i really like shane and i like ryland but at one point i was like okay is this show getting on the road or mm-hmm. should i just get another cup of coffee but then they really started getting into like the business side of making a like, uh, collection and yeah. and the process and because it's really interesting to watch and um yeah i think it's really fun i really enjoy uh, watching it and i'm now only in episode four i'm about halfway and then so i'm going to watch the the last one today uh and i think it's really really awesome and Is i it might on I youtube might actually, or do you have to watch, YouTube. get no, no, some premium no, 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 no. It's it's on YouTube. It's yeah. not behind a paywall. No, it's not about paywall. No. So uh, I might actually like look at the collection on Friday if I like something. Um, just to sort of support it in that way because like the content is free for me to watch. Mm-hmm. Like I've watched the first five episodes and really enjoyed it. And I'm watching this and I'm really enjoying it as well. So buying something also feels kind of like a, an appreciate moment of appreciation. And I do need a new makeup palette, so that sort of like. Are you gonna perfectly. get? You're getting it. Maybe, maybe because I, I really I'm into the nude tones. Like I like a little bit of like a natural eye. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm not really into like blue eyeshadow or uh, stuff like that. So maybe I'll get one. But I like his his I like what the what the things that they do. So I kind of want to support cool. it. Yeah. So that was mine. I don't have anything else. Well, then we're done, Andrew. Awesome. So to sum up, there she goes. We're doing, doing her thing. Doing thing. For a thirty-day challenge, <laughs> Andrew is going to get up at eight thirty, and I'm going to do something nice for someone else every single day. Yay. I'm going to like log it. I'm just going to like keep it. Um, uh, I'm going to write it down and then share it with you all in uh, the next episode. Um, we talked about the book by Neil Gaiman, "Make Good Art," illustrated by Chris Riddell. It's a really fun, easy to read, beautiful illustrated book on why you should make good art and enjoy making good art and doing it for yourself in terms of what you want to do. Then we talked about our obsessions. My obsessions were the fact that I painted my fucking cat with my boyfriend on uh, (laughs) Sunday like I'm a 50-year-old woman who divorced and has a new boyfriend and thinks that she's being edgy and random. (laughs) 
I'm making fun of it just because it's funny. But it was really, really yeah. enjoyable. And if you want to make, like, it's surprisingly, like, accurate. It became a really good portrait. And that's, it's if beautiful. you love a pet, yeah. why not, like, cr create something that you'll have forever of your pet? Created you know? by yourself. Created by yourself, even. Yeah. yeah. It's the IKEA. Effect. It was like the, the workshop was like six hours with great food for seventy five euros. I really liked it. If you want to do it, just send me a DM and I'll yeah. I'll tell you where to go. Um, so Andrew's obsessed with his house and his scooter, and then we talked about his Finsta and the Kardashians. We talked about the Kardashians <laughs> quite a while. This was a full circles episode. It really, everything really, came everything together. Came together. <laughs> And then we talked about the book Life from New York, the country song. What was it called? More Hearts, More than, Hearts mine. than Mine. And 10,000 Hours by Justin Bieber, which is a shit song, but very catchy. Um, and um, the Jeffree Star uh, and Shane Dawson documentary. Yeah. Well Yay. done again. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Remember, I do have a book out if you're Dutch. Uh, and you want to read a fun and easy book about how you are already doing a really good job and maybe some life lessons along the way. Bye. Je moet bijna niks. Je moet bijna niks. You can find it on bol.com and other uh, big uh, shops online and offline. Um, you can find uh, the show notes in the Podbean, but also on my website, selfhelpitch.com. Andrew, do you have something to plug? description below. If you like this episode, gently tap the like button. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe Don't and ring that bell. Oh, God. Is that Smosh? It huh? sounds like Smosh. Oh, which is also... No, it's like everyone on, yeah, okay, on YouTube. Yeah, okay. I'll talk about Smosh next time. If you leave a five-star review and you share um, your, uh, um, your favorite self-help tip with us. Yeah. And then we're going to pick one when you do and we're going to share it on the next episode. So leave a five-star review with a self-help tip and maybe we'll read it out next episode. Yes. That's going to be fun. Super cool. Great idea. Now, and also thanks to our, our Patreons. <laughs> <laughs> this episode was sponsored by imaginary, imaginary Sponsor. <laughs> wow, we're really getting professional here. I mean, this is some legit-ass stuff. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Bye.